0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production
1: This is Rebecca Turner and thank you for listening to The Good Things podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi
0: It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour well, I'm gonna Mississippi Mississippi here I come You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner well, I'm Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca.
1: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. So I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in the studio with us today. And don't forget, tis the season for giving the gift of Mississippi travel and there are so many good places to plan to see in 2022. So head on over to visitmississippi.org and find out more. We're going to kick off today with some good headlines that I found about visiting Mississippi, specifically if you're looking for some Christmassy things to do. And I think it's hot off the presses that Natchez has been featured as one of the best Christmas towns in America by Fox News. So I think this is pretty cool and it's a lot has to do with the fact that they are um, getting a lot of attention for the Hallmark movies that are doing really well there and I didn't know that you could get a Hallmark sort of scavenger hunt or sort of list if you go and visit Natchez you can print one off and you can take your own sort of self-guided tour which I think is pretty cool and catch some of the places around town where every time a bell rings was um, shot and now obviously there's a new um movie being uh, filmed there as well. But then two, the article goes on and talks about other things Christmassy to do in Natchez that makes it one of the top 10 places to visit in America right now, from the bed and breakfasts to other Christmas tours with over 30 decorated trees that are found in a lot of their antebellum homes and mansions around town. And if that's not enough, Natchez also made the top ten most unusual Christmas displays by USA Today, being their jeweled Christmas tours. So they are embracing this whole Christmas experience and offering lots for you to get out and sort of enjoy. But uh, there are other towns, though, too, making lists, Hattiesburg, You made the list there in the Pine Belt of the single best spot to see holiday lights in all 50 states, thanks to Fedora's Travel, which featured the Hub City. So you can check out a downtown Christmas story happening now through. December the 31st, there in downtown Hattiesburg. What it tells me, though, is just Mississippi gets Christmas right. We figured it out what families want to do and enjoy, and we make it happen. I mean, you hear on Good Things, we've already been to Christmas in Columbus coming up next week. I'll be out there with Gerard in middays for the 50 uh, Nights of Lights. There. Columbia. Columbia, correct. Columbus is coming up next with our artist, Columbia, Christmas in Columbia. I'm sure Columbus has some great Christmas lights out there too keeping it all straight so kudos to all the small towns though that are embracing this time of year where they can put their best foot forward in twinkly lights and decorations the cool part for most of us here in mississippi we also embrace the reason for the season which i think also gets noticed uh, and people want to travel and get their families out to see the live nativity scenes and all that sort of goes around with that it's kind
2: of wild to think about how the the christmas decorating of towns has just grown and grown since when i was a little kid because i remember getting really excited when the garland and those big old-timey christmas lights christmas trees made out of garland and those came up on the the light poles in tupelo growing up and then they got those plus snowflakes And then you started having the lighting of Ballard Park, and then you have so many lights out there now, and they have this whole big... It's fun to, to remember back how it's grown from rather simple decorations at first to a lot of places, a lot of communities are embracing just going for it.
1: Going for it, going full force, and I know, too, if you think back to back in our day, you would have one or two neighborhoods that you might would drive through, and they would do the nice little decorations, and those lovely people could still get in and out of their driveways, and it wasn't necessarily a hindrance. You know, but with with every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, so when you do have homeowners, especially if like a neighborhood comes together to say, we are going to make a statement with decor, then oftentimes you need to be home by before dark and you're probably not going to leave until the sun rises the next morning or it's going to be a minute before you can get back to your driveway oh
2: yeah we had a, a neighborhood near my parents house that every house had a i don't know who made them i guess somebody in the neighborhood made them or they had a deal on them but they had these big pvc christmas can- candy canes They would put on their mailboxes, and everybody in the neighborhood had one.
1: You know, part of the thing I think it is is as it got more popular, and obviously you have the whole now social media, put it out there for the rest of the world to sort of see kind of thing, which people, you've always taken pride in not only your yards but then in decorating, and it becomes kind of like synonymous with your family or your neighborhood or whatever. Um, But Christmas decorations, now that we've been in like kind of a steady home for a while, like once you get your home, that you know you're going to be in and then you have children who are going to have their christmas memories there you start to like layer in those christmas decorations over years so at first usually it starts with the buying of the christmas tree or you get the you know a tradition of buying a, a you know a real alive tr- christmas tree every year but the ornaments start to come and those start to collect and it's like you kind of have a budget every year, but then you put those things in storage, so they are timeless, usually. You bring them out every year, and you feel like, oh, I've got a little extra wiggle to maybe add to it. There are uh, people who put up the inflatables. You didn't buy 10 inflatables in one year. If you did, you used your stimulus money for it this year because <laughs> those things cost a pretty penny. So, Many, it's like a sort of a sequence of like how their kids are growing up or they buy one each year once it goes on sale to add to the collection. So
2: the Christmas collection,
1: the Christmas collection. So as and they do it, too, I think with like Halloween. So their yard gets more full and more full each year as you kind of sort of just add to the madness. And there is something exciting about thinking, oh, I can add. You know, let's just add a little lights here this year, and then a little lights there next year, and then before you know it, you really have created a production in your own home of and Christmas. And everybody
2: has their own tradition when it comes to decorating. Like you, you have some families that are very pro tinsel, and some families that are very anti tinsel. Anti tinsel. You have some families that are all about garland and wreaths on everything, whereas others are like, no, I'd rather just have a candle here. Maybe something over there. And then you've got, like my family, whenever we would take a a family vacation or a trip or something – mom would usually get a Christmas ornament from there and we yes. would have it on the tree. we do that.
1: That's that's a tradition that we, we hold true in the Turner household. Keith and J.S. says, always got excited when the garland decorations and the large bells with lights in them went up on Broad Street light poles when he was growing up in Monticello. I think you all sort of have that memory or sort of think through it that way. You know, we haven't done this yet on Good Things this year, so today could be a good day to do it, to see who's got the most Christmas trees in their house. Because usually... It's the cities that are getting these awards and they're getting sort of the recognition for their experiences for us to go out and visit, which we totally should. But let's be honest, some of you are a little bit more Christmas cheer, have a little bit more Christmas cheer than others. And you have been, you know, curating for a lack of better term. Like you've literally been curate curating the Museum of Christmas decor that, you know, is is your home. Some of us only put up one tree. Some of you have a tree for every room.
2: The corner of the attic, that pile has grown and grown.
1: Uh Uh-huh, has grown and grown. My favorite Christmas uh, decoration that I look forward to every year, it was my grandmother's, and it's one of the 60s or 70s, the ceramic tree that has come back in um, popularity. They now have newer versions, but I have one of the classics. With
2: little glass.
1: With the little glass things, with the little uh, star on the top, and you know, you plug it in, and it's it's all the shiny things. And I love it because it was her favorite, and then when she transitioned and passed on, I got it. That, and then this little ceramic uh, bowl where you put mints in, and it's got two polar bears on a little ski on the top for whatever reason. But because they were from my they were from my childhood. I look forward to those coming out every year and now that I have a, a home. And that's another thing too, when you talk about your Christmas traditions, they change. I mean if you're an empty nester, did you really put up the twelve Christmas trees once your kids were gone this year, you know, once they moved on, or do you kind of start to simmer that down, especially as your kids grow and get their own places and start hosting holidays there? I know my mom did. She went from putting it all up for, for us during the holidays till, you know, when we took over hosting the holiday meals, she skimmed back real back um, on hers and started gifting me some of my childhood, you know, treasures, which I I completely appreciated. Jeff in Oxford said he is anti tinsel too. I appreciate that. Stephen says, love the old ornaments my great-great-grandparents had that my mom still has yes those ornaments that are connected to memories or to people or to places and things that you got to do you get to relive all of that as you're putting the tree up and then also as you're putting the tree down to me those beat any of the really pretty decorative ones that you can get wrapped up in as well another Christmas tradition though is Christmas cards do you like to get them do you send them do you do the family photos or do you do more unique cards? Well, we've got a way that you can add a little Mississippi to your Christmas cards coming up next. New Year.
3: No-Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No-Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse.
4: This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown, High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Calloway's fresh-cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Calloway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Calloway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden. that's what
0: stop david cox here omar financial do you have a 401k ira retirement or cd coming due we can help with market-like returns and zero risk call david cox 957-3841 957-3841
5: now We've lost so many people to COVID. So many moms and dads, favorite uncles, older sisters, and best friends. But vaccines can help prevent serious illness and death from COVID in more than 9 out of 10 cases. So, now almost all COVID deaths are preventable. And so are the broken hearts they leave behind. We can do this. Find COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
1: things to do in Mississippi. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're talking about Christmas traditions today on Good Things, and they come in all shapes and sizes. But one that's been around for hundreds of years is Christmas cards. Do you send them? Do you enjoy receiving them? Some are pro, some are nay, whichever way, though. Not all have to be these perfectly poised family portraits. Some can help support local artists like Gail Richardson, who's joining us today on Good Things from Columbus, Mississippi. Hey, Gail. Hey, Rebecca, how are you? I am doing well, and I love your story. Um, you have been doing art, I think, now for maybe the last 20 years, but you picked it up later in life. How did you find painting?
6: From uh, ladies from my office, I worked at contracting in the at Columbus Air Force Base, and we did a wet-on-wet wet class, which is kind of like the Bob Ross technique. And so I took several other classes, and by then I was hooked.
1: <laughs> you found you having... something to do in retirement, and has kind of taken off for you. Were you surprised that, you know, not that you enjoyed painting or art, I think we can all enjoy it in some way, but were you surprised that you had this talent maybe hidden for so many
6: years? Yeah, yes, because I always tell everybody when I paint something, I want it to evoke, a course, an emotion or a memory or something for you, you know, as a client. But also, I want you to say, oh, that's a tree. And, you know, we had one, we had yellow leaves or whatever that stood on a hill almost just like that. Or you could say, oh, that's a rose. So whatever I painted, I'd like for it to be, even though it's impressionist, I'd like for it to look something like what it's supposed to be.
1: Yeah, that way you can connect kind of your own memories to, you know, the art is sort of well, which I think we all appreciate about looking at fine paintings, um or even those that, you know, we find or connect with our local artists. I also read, Ms. Gail, that you don't necessarily like painting alone. You prefer painting with a group. I find that interesting. What is it about being in that group atmosphere that gets your creative juices flowing?
6: These are ladies that uh, that I know, and I've known a long time. And for us, I tell uh, different people because they're members of different groups. In this group that come to my house and paint, you cannot wear your feelings on your shoulders. Because if we don't like something or we don't understand something, we're going to say, "Why'd you put that tree there?" Or uh, you know that not that that doesn't look like mountains. So, so, we're not being critical. We're just being uh, observant, I guess, is the thing to say. To un- trying to understand you as a painter or me as the painter, w- w- what were my thought process of doing that?
1: So, well, I think, but Miss Gale, when you create a safe space for you and some friends to be that way, it is fine to give that, you know, feedback in a loving way and sort of stretch each other's um, talents a little bit uh, further. Now, you also have done something a little bit different. I'm sure you're not the first to put your paintings on Christmas cards or or stationary cards for people to use in the mail. But why did you get, what inspired you to do that several years back?
6: I like giving cards in the mail. I like the snail mail. I like the idea of somebody, you know, you go to the mailbox and there's your name on something and it's from your friend or somebody that says, hey, just thinking about you or maybe if you'd have been sick or Whatever they say, hey, you know, I heard you're sick. Hope you're feeling better. It's a little more personal, I think, than an email or a text. So But for the Christmas cards, I just was painting cute Christmas pictures, whimsical type stuff. And I thought, well, how cute would these be in a card? You could send it to your friends, even send them a pack of cards, you know, and they could send it to their friends or whatever, So, but it would just kind of go out. And grow as it went. Well,
1: I love the idea and I think it caught on. So, how do you actually do it? I mean, I know you have originals of all your snowmen or your Christmas trees or sort of your, you know, your teddy bears. Um, I saw you painting as well. So, you have the originals. How do you get those imprinted on cards?
6: Uh, I have a lady, I'm in Columbus, and I have a lady in Aliceville who is just extremely nice. And I send her up a picture of the painting, and then she in turn copies it onto the cards, which are a heavy bond paper or kind of almost like a watercolor paper. So they almost look, um, I want to say they almost look real, like they've got real painting on them, but really, really it's a laser ink. But uh, And so she just does those for me, and I get the blank cards and envelopes,
1: And you're able to sort of buy, you know, as a stack or maybe, you know, just as many as you would need. I like the idea of putting these little cards maybe in gift baskets or using them as stocking stuffers for people to continue to sort of give that gift of cheer uh, throughout the year through the snail mail. I'm with you, Gail. I'm all about going to the mailbox and finding something personal. And I know my nine-year-old absolutely adores it. Her um, aunt's take the time to send her birthday cards in the mail, even though they're going to see her, as well as holiday cards. And it brings so much joy to, uh, to the mailbox and to just the day, at the end of the day when you check the mail. So, Gail, how do we get your Christmas cards? If we want to start a new tradition by giving local art, along with maybe, you know, a handwritten note, how do we do
6: that? I'm going to give you my Facebook business page, which is GCR, all caps, And Friends Art. And you can message me there, or you can send me an email at gcrart, all small letters, 2016 at yahoo.com.
1: What's your favorite card that you've done so far?
6: I have a Christmas puppy in a red hat that is the cutest thing in the world. And I don't have, but probably one, maybe two packs of cards left. And in the packages of cards, there are two designs so that you end up getting four cards. You know, like two of the puppies. This one happens to have two of the puppies and two of a Christmas teddy bear. Um, So I try to put those four cards, and it's $10. And uh, that's shipping. That includes the shipping.
1: Well, um, well Ms Gale, course... I know there's a lot of kids asking for puppies for Christmas. This may be a much better way to give them exactly what they what they want without actually having to feed anything for for the rest of the time. Now you have your originals. They're also on display in different places across the state as well as they're in Columbus. So Ms. Gale, where are you putting up your um you know, your canvas art or your bigger
6: projects? Right now, right now I don't have a display at any kind of brick-and-mortar store at all, I'm trying to do more through social media. Right now, I'm not able anymore to go to, like, craft fairs and whatever. I can't do that. So everything I do is going to have to mainly be done organically. It's kind of hard to ask your family members all the time say, you know, can you go set up a table for me? And to setting up tables is really not real easy to get everything set up and get some the evils and everything. it. So I'm not doing a lot of that anymore. I'm doing mainly uh, social media.
1: Well, I think that's where a lot of folks can easily connect with you too, Miss Gail. I think that's a smart choice. I also don't want to, you know, leave without you being able to encourage others that may be nearing retirement or after retirement. Because Ms. Gail, if I'm doing the math, I mean, you've been doing this for 20 years and you started it You know, right there at retirement, you deserve to sit at home and sell some of your stuff from the comfort of your own home. But what would you say to those that maybe feel like they're they've missed their boat or they can't be creative in their late 50s or 60s or on up? What would you say to to people who would think that?
6: Everybody everybody can paint and you just need to take a paintbrush and put it to a canvas or put it to whatever you're going to paint with. It's just paint. So you can paint over it and start again, whatever. And uh, just for the customers out there, clients out there, we need, artists need you to support them as local artists. So like restaurant holders and whatever, you need to go to whatever town you're in. I'm sure you have a lot of artists that could put pictures in your restaurant and hang pictures in your restaurant or in doctor's offices or hospitals or whatever. But just support the local artists. You know, that's a that's a plea for me, to give a living, working artist um, so
1: they can make money. Well, I love that. I think that's an easy way for many of the small businesses also listening to good things who may want to freshen up the looks on their walls. Why not give gallery space to a local artist to be able to beautify your walls but also have the opportunity to turn around and sell it? It sounds like a great uh, partnership, and what – you know, what What better thing to do than to help each other out? Miss Gail, I appreciate your time. I love what you're doing with your art and the Christmas cards and keeping that tradition. So I appreciate you.
6: All right. I thank you so much for calling and talking with me. All righty.
1: There you go. Christmas cards. They don't have to be again the staged family photos. They can be an opportunity to also connect with a local artist. And Emma Scale is one of many who translates their art onto cards that you can snail mail out to your loved ones. But stick with us. We've got more good things for you coming up next. Wow.
2: My great uncle, John Juniker, started Juniker Jewelry Company right here in Jackson in 1944 he was followed by his nephew, my dad Ted Ravenstein.
5: Then all his children, including my John, followed him in the business. And I joined Uncle John as a fourth generation here at Junikers. I'm Corey. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein. Inviting you to join
2: our family this season at Juniker Jewelry Company as we celebrate over seven decades as Mississippi's direct diamond embroider. border.
3: Today we have ten times the selection of diamonds,
5: engagement rings, and fine jewelry you'll find in any other store in the state. All at the guaranteed best price in Mississippi. For your diamond engagement ring for the ultimate christmas gift this holiday come home
2: to juniper jewelry company
5: because love
2: can't wait
0: juniper jewelry company mississippi's direct diamond importer from anywhere in mississippi we're at 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and online at Junikerjewelry.com. Juniker jewelry because love can't wait
1: 5.
0: 3.
5: The Biden administration's mandate for federal contractors' employees to be vaccinated will be halted nationwide. Congressman Guest has voiced his opposition to vaccine mandates in the past. He's also signed a number of different pieces of legislation and letters against the mandate.
6: President Biden's vaccine mandate has not only increased vaccine hesitancy, it now threatens millions of hard-working American jobs. Tonight,
5: the U.S. Senate is expected to overturn the vaccine mandate. After the vote, it'll be passed along to the House of Representatives. Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney are leading the investigation into the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Members of the select committee are vowing to launch criminal charges against Mark Meadows, who's refusing to cooperate. He was chief of staff to then-President Trump and was scheduled to testify privately before the panel this morning. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here. Super Talk Mississippi.
6: Christmas is my favorite time of the year, a time for faith and family. This is Delbert Hoseman, and I'm so blessed to serve as your lieutenant governor. From my family
0: to yours.
5: Merry Christmas.
0: Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Supertalk Mississippi, the Supertalk app, and at supertalk.fm. Hang all the mistletoe,
2: I'm
4: gonna get to know you better.
1: Christmas and as we Good Things wants to remind you there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. All you have to do is go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. The Garden Mama, she will be live on Saturday at the Mississippi Farmers Market, just in time for the Merry Market to bring the family and enjoy fresh Mississippi-grown produce and Mississippi-made products. There will be vendor giveaways, food trucks, and a special appearance from Santa himself. Be sure to stop by the Genuine Mississippi store while you're there as well. Now, coming up next week, you will be invited to join the millions of lights set up for you in Cleveland's annual. 50 Nights of Lights this holiday season. In fact, you don't even have to wait till next week. You can go this weekend if you would like. But middays with special guest host Steve Azar. will actually be there from 10 to 1. Then I'll be there with good things from 2 to 3. We'll be live in Cleveland. That is December the 14th for the lights, the great window decorations. There's great shopping. There's restaurants and plenty of accommodations if you want to make a weekend getaway out of it. So plan a visit to Cleveland for the 50 Nights for Lights. Lights. It's easy. You just check out 50nightsoflights.com or go to visitcleveland.com for more information. I remember what you said yesterday, Rhino, about you don't go to, Cle- you don't visit cleveland.com. It's visitcleveland.com, which, you know, you feel that you feel that same way too when we encourage you to go to VisitMississippi as uh, well um in that way okay we're up to 5 5 would be the winner right now keith js if you're wondering what are we what are we trying to what are we trying to win you're winning nothing other than bragging rights we had one though joe and meridian says my wife puts up three trees and this is a small home the main tree has personalized ornaments that have the kids and the grandkids name and birth year on them we have gathered them over the years while on vacation during the fall. But then Keith, toed up him. I wouldn't say one up. I don't even know if that's, that's how you say it, but you guys got five trees, one in the dining room that stays up year-round and gets different decorations depending on the time of year. I love that. One in the living room and one in each of the kids' room. So if you're listening to Good Things and you think, ah, in our own home, not a compound, not whatever it may be, let's keep it maybe inside the house, see if you can beat five uh, individual Christmas trees. And so, I mean, I would think if you want to get technical, we have three. We have the main tree. My daughter has her tree in her room. That's her thing. And then my little ceramic Christmas tree, although it's not technically, you know, it's a tree. You do decorate it, but I mean, it comes out of a box. So really two, but I guess if you really want to get down to it, we do have three. There- I have
2: zero trees. Ah! I never put up a tree in my apartment. There has never been a Christmas tree put up in that apartment since I've moved in. Is there a... Not that I'm against it. It's just didn't really have a whole lot of Christmas cheer or spirits first few years and then got a cat and Christmas trees and cats are a recipe for disaster, especially considering how much time I spend away from the apartment.
1: They could be fun. You wouldn't have to put, you know, precious ornaments on there. Give Porch Cat something to play with while you're hanging out with us here at, at Super Talk. We had someone else have a great idea for us. I think we could make it a tradition if we tried real hard. And it would be ugly Christmas sweater cards here on Good Things. You, you know?
2: would veto my initial ugly sweater choice because I almost impulse bought it last night. And I, I thought better. But if it's still the same price... About this time next week, I might buy it.
1: That's something else that has changed over, and I don't know when Ugly Christmas Sweaters kind of got their PR moment. I think it's when we started to up the ante with – uh, you know gatherings around uh, the Christmas holidays, whether it was your work party or your friends and you just try to the add, love
2: for nostalgia yeah
1: that add that little extra bit of um you know trend to it, which would be ugly ugly Christmas sweaters but they started when that trend started it was a nod to legit sweaters that you would be gifted or would get in the you know, the heyday of the eighties or late seventies. Oh yeah, the stereotypical
2: handmade sweater that you got every year from that one relative.
1: Right. And or that was just in style for whatever reason during during that time. And so you would pull those out, you know, of your back of your closet and then wear them you fast forward to you know anything supply and demand right and when there's more demand there's more supply people started manufacturing actually ugly sweaters for you to wear but i appreciate the ones too that people take the time to create still some people take traditional sweaters they uglify them however or make them to me that's more tacky like there is a distinct difference between an ugly christmas sweater which is like Again, a legit sweater that probably came out of the J.C. Pennies, Sears, and Robux—the MacRays of the day kind of place.
2: Yeah, the geometric Christmassy right. designs
1: too
6: tacky.
2: Which is the one you yes. would veto? Because the one I I'm considering buying it makes you look like you are a shirtless biker Santa covered it. covered in Christmas tattoos and hairy, and it's. It's a sight to behold.
1: So if we were watching good things over at supertalk.fm or Supertalk TV on all the various ways that you can watch, we would at first think we see naked rhino behind there. It would be bad. <laughs> you know, I say if it goes on sale enough, rhino, we will collectively help you purchase <laughs> it. And we will randomly let you wear it and just see who's watching, who's peeking in, who's streaming good things from supertalk.fm because I, I guarantee you would be sitting down for your afternoon coffee, turning on your happy hour, and you'd be like, wait, what? Oh, and then you would get the big the big kick and the tickle out of it. I get tickled still when I see folks who, you know, they're wearing their mask in the responsible places or when the ma- we were all wearing our mask and they were like the real like they had like it looked like because you do a, you kind of huh? and then you're like oh that's not
2: yeah where the face was printed on the mask
1: right and so okay.
2: those were funny pranks
1: they were funny pranks i that actually had
2: a, good, a christmas sweater that's why i hesitated to buy that one but the christmas sweater i have it might be the nerdiest christmas sweater maybe competition with some people on the text line but it's a playstation christmas sweater i went into a GameStop after christmas a couple years ago and it was just hanging there on the rack my size five bucks i
1: was like hey a christmas sweater and it's video games pretty i don't know i'm just sitting here trying to think i don't think i've ever had i've never purchased i'm sure i've had ugly christmas sweaters in the past but i've never purchased one for the you know the sake of actually wearing it but i do have like christmas sweaters I have, like, a red one and a black one that's a little nicer. And once you get to a certain age, you rotate those every year to what you're going to wear, like, on Christmas Eve service or Christmas Day. Or you pull them out for the holiday get-togethers that you have to look halfway decent for, and you put them. then you put them away. So, <laughs> so you wear them. They're usually, like, the nice, you know, pretty emerald green or red with some sparkly things. Or, you know, it's not tacky. They're decent. And you only pull them out during the holiday season, and then they go right back up. Paul and Meridian asked if we were old enough. I am actually old enough. My family didn't own one, but I had friends who had one. It's the silver Christmas tree, if y'all remember that, with the color wheel spotlight. So it would change colors, and it looked more like the Charlie Brown Christmas. It's not a full Christmas tree. But it was meant to be kind that's the of the middle
2: ground. But that, that's if a non-tensile and a tensile couple comes together and start a home and you have to have a way to have that shiny silver on the tree. But the uh, the anti-tensile member of the family is so anti-tensile. I'm
1: very anti-tensile. I don't even I think if it's going to cl- if it's going to stop your vacuum clean in its tracks. And it won't allow it to spin any. Like it's not allowed in the home. But it's would, so much fun. I would allow glitter in the house before I would allow like tons of tinsel to be just everywhere. Oh, but my daughter would appreciate that so much if I if I would allow her. Okay, our five Christmas trees have been beat out by an eight Christmas tree home. So I'm going to need to know where your Christmas trees are in your home. Where do you have eight spots to put up a Christmas tree? I'm not telling you that you're a liar. I'm just telling you I want to know where do you find eight places to put up and decorate a Christmas tree every year. If you can beat that, let us know. Do you have more than eight Christmas trees in your home as decorations?
2: Well, they first texted in six and had to correct themselves themselves. to eight.
1: Well, six is impressive. Five is impressive. I feel like if you have kids – Then, you know, you probably have one if if they get old enough, they want to. You may have one small ones in their rooms. But some of you really do take this to heart and have trees. Well, if you do collect all those ornaments or you have things that you enjoy, maybe it's just a Disney tree or just a whatever tree or, you know.
2: Or is anybody listening? Do the upside down tree
1: huh i've seen i've never seen one in person
2: where they've got the the base that you attach to the the ceiling and it rotates
1: that's pretty cool i definitely feel like people are downsizing in their in their trees though as they sort of move forward bigger's not always better when it comes to christmas trees but more seems to be so if you can beat eight let us know we got more good things for you up next
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, cloudy skies and clearing, high near 64. Tonight, increasing clouds, low around 50 degrees. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 74. And for your finally Friday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high all the way up to 81. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
2: Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken... The bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank. In your corner. Member FDIC.
3: This is the closing agri-market report for the Super Tall Mississippi Agri News Network. I'm Bob Sullender. Stocks are trading up this afternoon. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 28 to 35,748. The NASDAQ is up 74 to 15,762. And the S&P 500 is up 10 to 46,96. From the New York Cotton Exchange, March Cotton closed up 35 to 106,72. And May Cotton closed up 28 to 105,32. At the Chicago Board of Trade, January Soybeans closed up 10 and three quarters to 12,61 a bushel. March Soybeans closed up 10 and a half. To 1268 and three quarters a bushel. March corn closed up one and a quarter to 587 and a quarter a bushel. May corn closed up a half to 589 a bushel. At the mercantile, February live cattle closed down 55 cents to 138.67. April live cattle closed down 57 cents to 141.87. January live feeders closed down a buck 62 to 163.40. And March live feeders closed down a buck 60 to 165.87. For the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network, I'm Bob Sullender.
0: Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with BullGuard 3 Extend Flex cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend crop system. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about BullGuard 3 Extend Flex cotton at b3xf.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. Your formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton. Featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: And planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. There's a ton of content too from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel, so just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to Supertalk.fm slash YouTube. You can subscribe. It is free. You can get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and of course us here on the good things. And we've got an explanation for the eight trees, who is our currently our winner of just bragging rights of who's got the most Christmas trees up in their home. There's one in the dining room. Five in the office, one in the bedroom, a travel tree, a silver collectible normal tree, Santa tree, two red pop up trees, one blue pop up tree and two multicolored trees. I think I got them all correct
2: i had no idea these things called pop-up trees existed i might actually have to get one for then, uh, for next christmas They this one i just found looks a little pricey for my taste but i'm sure they make cheaper ones.
1: so is it all like you just pop it up it's decorated and everything
2: uh you remember when you went to college and you had the hamper that would roll into the little bitty wheel mm-hmm. and fit in the little thing and then when you pull it out whoop, into a hamper mm-hmm. it's that but with a christmas tree you've oh, got cool. a you've got a circle container zipper that you unzip you take it out and and there it is it's a tree there's a tree or it looks like a tree
1: looks like a tree just
2: ornaments ribbons lights everything on it
1: that is definitely up your alley for there this
2: one is a six foot pre-lit pre-decorated christmas tree easy assembly pull out pop-up christmas tree with decorations 350 lights and stand
1: Curious. What's the going price for it?
2: 150 bucks.
1: That's not terrible. If you factor in the time you save from not having to decorate it and the fact that it will stay with you for year after year, I'm sure you can definitely catch that on uh, sale.
2: Oh, yeah, if I get it for next Christmas, I'll just wait until after Christmas when it goes on sale.
1: <laughs> and that's how we usually all end up with our, um. what do they call them? The perfect time
2: to shop for Christmas decorations.
1: Because I know now it's faux pas. You have to be careful with the way that you identify your Christmas trees. It's either a, a real, no, you can't use the word real. They're all real. They're all tree. They're all real Christmas trees. It's <laughs> you either have, I guess it's a.
2: Artificial or live?
1: Well, I think it's a live Christmas tree. I think maybe one. And then it's – I think there's a better term for artificial. I think – I can't remember the the correct terminology for it. But there are do's and don'ts now around naming your Christmas tree. I think it may be if it's – I have to think about it. I know live is one of them, but you can't say fake because it's true. And I, I think it's <laughs> – it will come to me in just a second, and then I'll have to remind you. But it's just funny now how you have to – You know, you can't, whatever, it's a Christmas tree, whatever you have is is good. It's also good if you connect with us over on the Good Things Facebook group. There are a few other good headlines I hadn't gotten to today, but you should go and check them out. We were giving congratulations earlier to Natchez as well as Hattiesburg is making um, the list of of good things in terms of their Christmas lights. But Mississippi Department of Archives and History, their staff won the gold award at the Southeastern Museum Conference, which is a pretty big deal for the special exhibit Mississippi Distilled. I think you remember that. We had them here on Good Things asking you you for some artifacts in your home but it was all about prohibition petty and um, politics and so kudos to them for curating an um, exhibit that uh, won some awards and then two we had um, here on good things a while back we had miss maria weber she is the scholar scientist there for the delta state university's wildly planetarium we learned that she uh that the DSU has a planetarium and she runs it and she is actually featured on NASA's website uh, right now which I think is is pretty darn uh, cool and she talks about her past as well as her connection and why she chose uh, to create her home and her next phase of her career here in Mississippi so I have linked that also in the Good Things Facebook group, if you want to go and give that a read, you definitely should. You can also find some good uh, questions that we have posed there, uh, one today, and then two, if you need a little pick-me-up, then go back to yesterday's question about when I asked you what is your most meaningful random conversation or encounter with a stranger. I have been so encouraged by those of you who have taken the time to really give detailed um, and meaningful answers. Um, encounters or descriptions of your encounters with strangers that have left an impact on your life so we won't go into detail about them they're kind of long but i but honor those that took the time to share their stories i guarantee you that they will um hit you in all the feels in the right way and remind you too that you know there's still good people out there that you don't know and that can be standing right beside you and in the different places so Always some good and positive and upbeat things happening over there. So if you're going to spend your time on Facebook anyways, you might as well spend it there with us. You never know what we will throw in there or post um, from day to day. But fun today. Appreciate you all chiming in on the text line as well as online. But stick with us. We got more coming up next with the boys with sports talk from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2, but until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.
5: No, 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 don't pass me by. See, I can see good things for you tonight. Good things for you tonight. Good things for you tonight. Good things for you you tonight.